Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segafis podcast. This is the podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. So this one's going to be kind of raw and unfiltered. I have been doing a lot of thinking about this. I really want to talk about fear. Because it's so important. Not only is this something that I've found to be true in my life, but I'm beginning to see it so clearly when I observe other people on the dating marketplace. People that I know and care about. And I am noticing patterns of behavior that I recognize from my own life. And it just goes to show how important it is. Now, here's here's the thing. The alpha mentality demands that we intentionally create our own destiny. However, it's really important to understand that that isn't possible if we allow fear to control us, okay? Now, fear is going to exist one way or another. We can't get rid of it, and we shouldn't want to get rid of it. Fear is a a warning mechanism that serves us very well. However, remember that the alpha mentality demands that we take intentional action to create our destiny, while the beta mentality says that we react to either the chaos or to our own emotions or to other things that are happening. And here's the thing. There are a lot of people who are reacting very strongly to their own fear on the dating marketplace, and it's costing them success. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So when I was um, in my mid-20s, and then a little older, before, right before my marriage ended, I had a very fear-based mindset. I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of my partner cheating on me. I was afraid of my partner not loving me anymore. I was afraid of, you know, them lying to me, like telling me something was true when it wasn't. I was afraid of them telling me that our relationship was fine when it wasn't. I was afraid of being alone. I was afraid of being abandoned, right? I had all these fears. I feared 
that things would be going wrong and I wouldn't notice them until they were too far gone. Like all these different fears, okay? And those fears are pretty common. Maybe we don't all deal with all of those fears, but we all deal with fear of some kind, right? It's really important to understand that we can't necessarily eliminate fear. That's not the goal, and it's not realistic. Um, We can minimize fear because I've done that in my own life. And I, so I know that's true to a point. However, you can't eliminate fear. But here's what happened when I started reacting to that fear. What started happening was I began to act erratic, right? I started to question everything. I started to, you know, doubt that I was ever being told the truth. And I started to like see conspiracies everywhere I looked. So, you know, if something didn't seem quite right between me and my partner, I would assume there was something wrong or assume I was being cheated on or assume that they were lying to me. And, you know, part of this goes back even to a fear, like a fear of abandonment. And a lot of people have a fear of abandonment these days. I have met so many people who, like, that's where their fears began, was in their childhood, being abandoned. Maybe they were abandoned, you know, and that's a hard thing. That's a really hard thing to deal with. However, it's still fear, right? And I started acting erratic because of this fear. And what happened was I was impossible to live with. I was so reactionary and living such a fear-based mentality that I was exhausting the people around me. It was impossible to interface with me. I couldn't hold my own in any realm, in the energy realm. I couldn't hold my own as a man. I couldn't hold my own as the as their partner, an equal partner. Because not only did I have more fear than them, but I was reacting to it more than they were reacting to theirs. As a result, I actually did get left. I did have people walk away from me. Why? Because I was so damn exhausting to be in a relationship with, okay? Now, what happened after my marriage ended was I I identified this fear. I, I really figured out that I was living a fear-based life. I took, yeah, I learned this the hard way. In fact, I got a tattoo on my arm that says, fear is the path to the dark side. It's a one of my favorite quotes from Star Wars, right? Kind of nerdy, but, but it's some real shit. It's some real shit. Uh, Yoda says, you know, fear is the path to the dark side. And he says, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. So what this tells me is fear leads to suffering eventually. This is a path that leads to suffering. And it's true. And it leads to suffering not just for you, but for the other people in your life too. Now, 
once I learned this lesson, I started really working on my fear. And I, I started to notice when I was afraid of things, I started trying to fix it, right? And so w when that started to happen, when I started fixing my fear, well, fixing my fear is a weird way to say it. Well, that's maybe not the right way to say it. When I started fixing the way I was reacting to my fear, it started to radically change my life, okay? And keep in mind, like, there are many ways that we can level up. There are many ways in which we can become better. There are many ways to embrace the alpha mentality. Um, there's only one way to embrace self mentality, but there are many categories of things we need to work on right now. This is one of them working on your fear, working on not reacting to your emotions, right? Learning to be rationally in control of yourself. These are, this is like one category, like an emotional category. Okay. However, it's so important, and I see so many people who literally live as slaves to their fear. They're afraid of everything, right? They're afraid of being alone is the big one. And then from that fear, at least when it comes to dating, they're afraid of being alone. And then the rest all kind of trickles down from there, right? The fear of being cheated on. Like, why do you care? Because you might end up alone. They'll choose someone else over you. Uh, the fear that they're lying to you. Why would you care? Uh, because they're planning to do you wrong, you know, and it's going to lead to you getting hurt and being alone, okay? Uh, it's understandable. However, this reactionary fear is ruining relationships. It's ruining, ruining people's experiences on the dating marketplace. Now, when I here's what I started to do in my life. I, I started to identify these fears. I became very intentional about trying to identify my fears, right? And then I would I would I had this like mental process where I would allow myself to have the fear and I would acknowledge it, but I would choose not to act on it, right? So in other words, this is what this started looking like. Let's say that I have a partner. Like I had a partner and, you know, I noticed that I was afraid of this partner, partner cheating on me. Okay, well, this fear exists and I can react to it in one or two ways. I can either just address it and then I can choose to rationally take some kind of action that is actually the best, you know, the wisest action to take in regards to it. Or I could choose to just emotionally react to it and then basically let all hell break loose and react completely emotionally, which is pure chaos. So there's no plan. There's no wisdom. There's no rationality. It's just me freaking out and being afraid and then reacting to the fear, right? So obviously the first option is the better one and the, you know, the ordered rational approach is the better one. So here's what I would do. Let's say that I was dating someone. <clears throat> and I became afraid that they were going to cheat on me because they had this like guy friend they're hanging out with or something. Let's just assume. Okay. Uh, this is a hypothetical. This didn't necessarily happen, but I'm just, I have had many things like this, but I'm just using this as a hypothetical. So what I would do whenever this fear became known to me, whenever I realized I was afraid of this thing, I would look at that fear and I would think, okay, do I really think it's happening or do I think it's just a fear? 
do I, so in other words, I would say, do I have evidence of this? You know, is there actually a reason to think that this is happening or is this just a fear? And that's the first thing I would figure out. Now, a lot of the time, what ends up happening with fear is we realize there isn't actually evidence to support our fear. We're just afraid. So if that's the case, then I think to myself, okay, well, then there's nothing to act on. Um, I'm going to choose to just move past it and forget about it. Now, that fear may still be lingering a bit in the background, but if I make an intentional decision to not react to it in an emotional way, and then I address it by going over the evidence, like that really helps to, to quell it, right? And then, uh, now, let's say, let's say that we go the other way and we realize that not only are we afraid of something, but we realize that there's some evidence for it. Okay, let's, let's just say that this is something that's going on. So maybe your girlfriend's hanging out with a guy and, you know, you, you happened to, um, you know, let's say that her friend told you pretty sure beyond the shadow of a doubt that she knew that your girlfriend was cheating on you with this guy friend who she, you know, just says was just a friend. And, um, you know, so, I mean, obviously you weren't there and the friend, I mean, you know, you can't say it with a hundred percent certainty cause you didn't see it happen, but you have pretty strong evidence to support it. Right. So now this is a little different situation. You have evidence to support the fact that you know, there may be something on going on that's not in your best interest, okay? Now, how do you deal with this fear? Well, you deal with it in the exact same way. You address it, but instead of realizing there isn't evidence, you realize there is evidence to support the fear, but you still don't react emotionally. What you do is you say to yourself, if there is evidence, then there's no reason to react to this because this person doesn't deserve any more of my time. I'm going to walk away from them. See, you always have the option to walk away from someone. So often we get so emotionally wrapped up in someone and we freak out at them about our fears when it isn't justified and in other times maybe they do something that does justify action but then we won't walk away why because of our fear we're afraid to walk away from them or we're afraid to let go see how confusing and chaotic and just in general destructive this is like these behaviors can be so destructive now, I'm not saying that it's easy to manage your fear. However, this is something that we have to do. And, and I'm going to tell you what my current state, my mindset is on this, right? So I have a girlfriend right now. I, we've been dating for several months. We're in, a, we're in an exclusive, you know, monogamous relationship, okay? And I... I'm only with her, you know, a little bit. Like I'm only I am, I'm only with her like for part of the day for 2 days out of the week because we both work full time, we both are very busy, we both have lives. So we do spend time together, you know, 
here's the thing. I, I don't always know where she's at, right? She has her own life. She has her own friends. She has her own job. I know nothing about her coworkers. I don't, I don't really know anything about them. I don't really know. I mean, I know some of her friends, but I don't know all of her friends. I don't know where she is every hour of every day. I have never checked her phone, nor do I have any desire to. Um, I have had the opportunity to look in her emails because she left a computer up when she wasn't here, but I did not look at them. I signed out of her email. I didn't even look at them. I like, is, is there a fear that she could be cheating on me or that she might not be faithful or something? Um, to be really honest, no, not really. Um, and the reason for that is because I've just gotten so used to living with the alpha mentality in regards to my fear. Like, like, why does it matter? Why, what does it benefit me to be afraid and to fear monger in my life that way to obsess over whether someone may be doing me wrong? If I actually think someone is acting in a way that isn't appropriate with me, then I'm going to walk away. I'm going to end it. Or maybe I'll address it first. Maybe I'll call attention to it and I'll see if we can talk about it. But if, if, if it doesn't get fixed, I'm going to walk away, right? Why? Because I have a responsibility to do that. I have a responsibility to make wise and rational choices. Now, here's the thing. What about the fear of being alone? I'm not afraid of being alone. I am perfectly happy to be alone. And because I'm so comfortable with myself and happy with myself, and because I work on making my life amazing, I also have the assurance of knowing that I'm not going to be alone. It's easier than ever for me to find wonderful people to spend time with because I've worked on my life, right? So there is no fear about that, right? Um, there's, there is just this. I'm including this person, my girlfriend, in my life. I choose to do this. I choose to be in this relationship, okay? And I choose to trust her because I don't want to be a fear-mongering conspiracy theorist beta, right? So I choose to trust her. And every day, she gets the chance to interact with me in a way that pleases me, okay? That brings me satisfaction and joy and makes my life better. And then every day I get the same chance with her. I'm assuming that she thinks about this similar way, right? Because she also does not seem to be afraid of, you know, me. She doesn't like try to track, keep tabs on me or anything. And at least not that I'm aware of. So I don't, I, Every day, I, you know, get to see how she behaves toward me. And every day I get to decide whether her behavior toward me meets my standards and makes me happy or doesn't. And here's the thing. If a day comes that it ceases to make me happy or that it ceases to meet my standards... 
I guess making me happy is a weird way to say it. I guess I wouldn't put it that way. Um, if a day comes where it ceases to be a compliment to my life, let's put it that way, because chasing happiness isn't the goal. Chasing purpose is the goal, and then you enjoy happiness along the way. So, so I, I wouldn't say that she has an obligation to make me happy, but I do have an expectation that she will be a compliment to my life. So that's a better way to describe it. So if a day comes where her behavior ceases to compliment my life, if I care about her, what I'll do is I'll sit her down and I'll explain how her behavior has changed in my perception. Maybe I'll ask what's going on. I'll see if it can be fixed. And then I'll very quickly get to, you know, the, the, I'll very quickly get to the root of the problem. Either, you know, it's going to be fixable or it's not. And then if it's not, then we will go our separate ways, and if it's fixable, we'll fix it. See, there's nothing to be afraid of here. There's nothing to be afraid of. And because I have mastered my fear in regards to dating and relationships, I can orchestrate my affairs with complete rational maturity. There's no drama, right? Absolutely no drama. I'm not starting any drama. I'm not thinking that she's up to something and I'm not trying to check on her and I'm not trying to check her phone. I'm not trying to check her email. All of these things are beta things, right? You know, if your partner isn't meeting your standards, then walk away or talk about it, right? And then if it doesn't get fixed, walk away. It's so easy. I'm going to tell you this. If your partner's cheating on you, and they're still meeting the standards for your relationship, like they're still meeting your standards, then, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I, see, there's a point at which obviously you should care about it, but honestly, like, honestly, the alpha mentality dictates that we mind our business right? Mind our business, get our money and pursue our purpose. So like, what, am, what are we really afraid of? If our partner's cheating, what are we really afraid of, right? Um, they should be afraid that we're going to catch them and walk away. If we're a truly a high value person, they have way more to lose than we do. See, but so often we don't Think of it this way. People think about this in such a fear-based, in such a fear-based way. Like, it's so beta of me to be afraid that my girlfriend would cheat on me. It's just so beta. Like, I mean, either she's going to do it or she's not. If she does it, it's very likely that I'll find out about it. And then it's 100% for sure that I will walk away from her because that doesn't meet my standards. And then problem is solved, Right. Now, obviously, you don't want to just be blind and go blindly through life. You want to watch behavior. You must observe behavior. And if you don't know how to interpret behavior, then you should join my mastermind tribe, and I'll teach you how to do that because that's one of the things that I teach. Um, you have to observe behavior, right? You have to observe commitment signals and all these different things. However, it's not that difficult, and when you get into the habit of it, 
it really helps you figure out if people are trying to screw with you or not, right? People can't fuck with you when you watch their behavior. You don't listen to their words, you watch their behavior, right? I see every single day that my girlfriend puts a certain amount of effort toward what seems to be an attempt to try to make me happy and preserve her place in my life. And to that, I'm like, okay, fair enough. You know, she, she's doing, she's doing it right as far as I'm concerned. So there's no reason to be concerned. I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. I also know that if I were to walk away, it would be so, it, it would not be difficult for me to find a new relationship or to date again or whatever, like, because I've conquered that. See, there's no fear. We have to get out of this fear. It is understandable to be afraid, but here's the thing. Whenever you're with someone, you're dating someone, or you're you getting infatuated with someone, or you start to you're seeing them, or whatever, you start to you start to have an interest in someone, and then you start to feel some anxiety, or you start to you know you start to feel a certain kind of way, something other than contentment or happiness, you know, any kind of negative emotion. Put the brakes on and ask yourself, what am I afraid of that's causing this negative emotion? Like, what am I afraid of? And if it has anything to do with being afraid of what other people are going to do that might screw you over or whatever, then you need to run that rational program in your mind. You need to examine the evidence. And you really need, and I'm telling you this now, this is, this is the hard part. I'm telling you, you have to run a rational thought process and you have to go through that fear and you have to examine whether there's evidence. If there is evidence that your fears are real and you care about them at all, you should talk with them very directly and get to the bottom of it immediately. Or you need to walk away, right? And if you try to talk to them and get to the bottom of it and you don't get right to the bottom of it, you need to walk away. If you don't, it is your own damn fault and you will break your own heart. This is the alpha mindset. This is radical self-responsibility. No beta bullshit in this, right? You must be ruthless in vetting out people who do not meet your standards, right? Now, of course, this will only work if you live up to your own standards, right? However, this is important. If you're living like a true high-value man or woman, that shouldn't be an issue. If you run the fear through your rational process and you realize there isn't any evidence for it, then you have a choice to make. You can act on the fear and be dramatic and destroy the relationship. And then it's your fault that you destroyed it. Or you can choose to behave in a manner 
that is rational and intentional in which you do not react to your fear. Usually, you forget about it. You move on. You don't let yourself start any drama. This is a hard lesson. This was a very hard lesson for me to learn in my life because I started a lot of drama because of my fear. I've hurt a lot of people. I've hurt their feelings, right? I've hurt my chances for relationships. I have done a lot of damage because of my fear. And I'm telling you this from experience. And nowadays, I do not do that. Nowadays, I cause zero drama in relationships because I've learned better, right? And, it, and I did have to learn. I did. And it is a learning process. And you're not going to get it perfect at first. And that's okay. However, it is incumbent upon you to do that inner work on yourself. It is so important. If you don't do it, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering, right? This is so true. Yoda said it in Star Wars. He's a fictional character in a fictional world, but it's no less true. It is absolutely true. And it's in your best interest to embrace this, okay? Now, I'm serious about this. I want to help you succeed. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, I want to help you succeed. I want you to have a good dating life. I want you to have good relationships. I want you to figure it out so that you can have a great life. I really do. Here's the thing, though. If you keep reacting to your fear, you're going to drive people away. You're going to be impossible to live with. You're going to be exhausting. And that is your fault. Because I don't care who hurt you in the past, right? Whether it was your parents or whether it was exes who abandoned you and did you wrong or cheated on you or whatever. I don't care what people have done to you. There comes a moment in life when we have to take radical self-responsibility for ourselves. There comes a time when we must assume the mantle of control in our lives. And we must choose how we're going to live. You, there comes a time when you can't blame it on your parents anymore. Or you can't blame it on your ex-husband or your ex-wife. You can't blame it on your ex-boyfriend who cheated on you or your ex-girlfriend who cheated on you. Right? There comes a time when all of that is beta bullshit. When that's the victim mentality is what that is. And in that moment, you must choose to be an alpha. You must choose to say, no, I refuse to be a victim. If I fuck this up because of my fear, I will own it. And I will learn that lesson. And I will not repeat that behavior. Because that is my lesson to learn. It's in my best interest to learn it. And it will make my life better if I learn it. That's what we have to say. It is a hard lesson. I know it's a hard lesson. But I, but I wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't important. It really is important. And the more that I observe people, and, I, and I've been observing both, I've noticed a trend. And it's not just me, right? I, so I noticed this in my life. 
But for there was a period of time a while back where I thought to myself, maybe it isn't, uh, how can I say this? Maybe it isn't realistic to tell people to rationalize away their fears so that they don't self-sabotage. Like, because it seemed to come rather easy for me after I started practicing it, but more difficult for other people. But here's what I started to notice. I started to notice the people who were good at the same thing that I was good at, at, you know, not reacting to their fear. I noticed, I started to notice that they are the types of people who tend to have a lot of opportunities for relationships. Whereas I noticed that the other type, the people who do react to their fears a lot, they have a lot more trouble with relationships because they get so afraid and then they push people away. I've noticed this. I have really come to notice this in people and I've been seeing it more and more. And so it just, it has proven so true, not just in my life, but also as I observe relationships and I observe people on the dating marketplace. I can also tell you this. I've dated women who were very afraid, who reacted to their fear and I've dated women who were very stoic about their fear. Maybe they had fears, but they didn't allow those fears to like bring chaos into their life. And I will tell you this, the women who react to their fear in a chaotic fashion, who let their fear control them, I, I couldn't do it. It was too exhausting. It was so fucking exhausting. It was, and it's not that I didn't love those women. It's not that those women were not beautiful. It's not that they didn't have value, but it couldn't, it can't work. If you want someone who's leaving behind the victim mentality, you cannot choose to keep living with the victim mentality and expect for them to be okay with being with you. Because by definition, that is not okay. I would never recommend that someone living in alpha mentality who's striving to do it i would never recommend that they open up the most intimate part of their life to take on an intimate partner who is living in like who is living in the throes of victim mentality or beta mentality. It, those are two worldviews that cannot work together. You cannot be an alpha and be okay with a beta. And you can't be a beta and expect for an alpha to be okay with you. And this doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It literally doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, men and women both have to make the decision to stop being victims. And they have to make the decision to take ownership of their life and to forge their own path. Okay. So, once again, this is the process. I'm just, this, this is so important. The next time you feel negative emotion in regards to someone you're seeing or dating or in your relationship, stop and ask yourself, like stop before you cause drama, before you freak out, before you start interrogating them, 
before you start putting up walls, before you start projecting onto them, before you start snapping at them or being passive-aggressive or any of this, stop and ask yourself, what am I afraid of? What fear is driving this behavior in me? Identify it. Acknowledge it. Shine a light on it. Admit that it exists to yourself and then deal with it in a rational way. Look at the evidence. If the evidence is damning, either talk about it or walk away. If it's not, put it out of your mind and do not let it sabotage your relationship or the hope of a relationship. Because it will sabotage it. This is what the beta mentality does. It sabotages everything. It lays waste to your happiness. It ruins your life by sucking it down a chaotic spiral from which you can't climb out of again. Trust me, I've done it. I've done it more times than I want to count. And it makes me sick to think that it took me so many failed attempts to learn the lessons I've learned. And I, I, I carry that shit on my shoulders and I live with it every day. And the only reason, the only reason it doesn't feel completely futile to me is because I did learn the lessons and now I can do better for myself and you can too. And I can help other people learn from my mistakes, hopefully, and that helps to bring meaning to the pain of knowing that I've fucked up so many times, right? Because I have. The reason I'm telling you this, that I've fucked up so many times, is because it's important that you know that nobody's perfect. I, I, God, God damn, I'm not perfect. I am very far from perfect, man. The only reason I know any damn thing is because I've messed up so many times. Like, that's, that's, Man, that's my, I guess that's my claim to fame because that's that, like the school of hard knocks was my college, man. And I'm not proud of that, but it is what it is. And that's why I have a passion for this. And that's why I care about it. And that's why now I have, I have a lot of experience in these things that helps me to make my life better, which is the point. That's the whole point. That's why I make, that's why I podcast about this stuff is to help other people learn what I've learned. So don't let your fear control you. It's very important to live with the alpha mentality, to create your own destiny. Do not succumb to the beta mentality. Do not succumb to victim mentality. Do not let your fear control your actions and cause you to spiral into chaos and hurt people and hurt yourself and ruin your hope of relationships your dating life can be amazing but you have to control your fear you have to control your response to fear in order for it to be amazing it's so important and you can do it i know i've been hard on you this episode like the listener like i i know that i sound like i'm i i, I probably sound like i'm really lecturing in a harsh, hard way. I'm not trying to be harsh or hard. I'm trying to make it very clear 
what needs to be done because it's so important. And here's the thing. I've also come to believe that anyone can do this. Anyone can help themselves manage their fear. You might need to go to therapy to do it. I, I, I can't say for sure that everyone can do it the same way I did it, but I believe there's a way to do it for everyone. And I believe you can do it. If you need help, if you are struggling with that, join my Mastermind Tribe. I will help you. We will figure out an answer. I guarantee you that we will work together until we figure out some kind of answer to help you overcome your fear. Like it may take a while. We may have to, (laughs) we may have to invent a new method to do it, but I am very committed. I'm very committed to helping the people in my tribe overcome their dating problems. And sometimes, sometimes the answers are difficult to track down. Sometimes they're not, but it's all a learning process. And every day, we have to do what we can to be better than we were yesterday. That's the game. Remember, we want to be 1% better every day. If we do that, if we keep working on it, we will see results and our lives will get better. Our value will increase and our dating life will get better. And actually, our whole life overall will get better. And that is a very good thing. That will lead to greater happiness, greater life fulfillment, greater satisfaction, and just in general, a better experience. All right, that's all I've got for this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafis.com. Catch you on the flip side. 